0: Welcome to the Floripa Yoga Podcast Community Talks, where teachers share about yoga and how to apply it in daily life.
1: Welcome back to the Floripa Podcast. This is Monica here, one of the teachers at Floripa, and I'm so happy to be here with the amazing and lovely Julia, and I'm going to ask her a couple of questions about herself, her journey with yoga. Maybe we'll get a little bit into her teaching and hopefully ending with uh, one tip for you guys to take home and integrate into your practice that could be beneficial. So first of all, welcome Julia. Hi, Monica. So great to be here and have this chat with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm so excited
0: to talk with you and to go on this journey together
1: (laughs) yeah me too let's go we'll just go for it (laughs) so Julia my first question for you maybe it's kind of a big one but I would love to hear a little bit about your journey with yoga if you'd like to share something about maybe how you got into the practice what happened from there maybe if you want to share how you got into teaching yeah of
0: course so basically coming from an athletic background i do figure skating and like a few years ago when covid hit i had this need to connect with my body and you know basically work out in a different way it's really coming from a physical perspective and i started to to do yoga to do vinyasa yoga on a daily basis and um I really realized how much it helped me to cope also with this time and got to understand myself, got to know my body in a new way. And um, yeah, started to, to cultivate a different awareness mm-hmm. through the practice mentally, but also physically, I must say. And um, through actually Floripa, yes, I... I got into the yoga teacher training and um, started to do the vinyasa 250 hours with Ameriga. And um, not really because I wanted to become a teacher, because the focus was really still on being um, on the ice and performing. And this path of uh, the yoga teacher training was kind of a transition for me to, yeah, understand and cultivate a new perspective of where a path could lead, right? And um, still figuring it out, of course, but I started to teach right after the teacher training and at the moment also with the athletes and the skaters um, on and off the ice. So yeah, yoga has been definitely a, an important part in the last three years um, and I see I see it definitely now as still a physical thing, but also in my private life, living it. I see it also in, you know, like yoga is such a big term. How to say I feel like it's much more than just being on the mat. It's also the way of living. And I feel I can also use the all the different factors or the different Tools that yoga provides us all in teaching on the ice and also, um, yeah, throughout life in general, I would say.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for sharing some of your journey. And I think one thing that's really special and unique about you, as far as I know from the teachers at Floripa, you are the one who's really integrated into this community of professional athletes and being one yourself. And so, I feel that creates a really interesting and unique perhaps relationship that you have with the practice probably personally but maybe in how you teach it and so just to clarify you you teach like at Floripa and to kind of whoever is coming there but also to skaters and I'm curious if you find yourself teaching differently and why and maybe what some of those differences might be Mm
0: -hmm. I think because like the ice is the ice is such a big part still of uh, my life. I really love to integrate the artistic side um, of moving the body, like implementing, sometimes even dance or improvisation. So, yeah, I feel I feel like there are some parts throughout the flow that I'd like to integrate some freedom to express oneself and um yeah with the skaters it's a it has been really a wonderful exploration and a learning process also for me to get to know them and what is important to them um, on the mat for also the support on the ice right to kind of link that awareness it has been also fun to explore that at Floripa, I must say, because at Floripa I always learn a lot from teaching non-athletes and how I personally have to break down really the 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 postures and really integrating the cues that are yeah let's say very, very I don't want to say basic it sounds so <laughs> bad, but it's 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 actually really um important also for for everyone at the end but at floripa it's this amazing opportunity again to to have a broad range of all the different people that come together and um inspire to get to know like the teaching that like out my own teaching and obviously also um being enriched by all the teachers that teach at Faripa and learn from them, because I think it's always this this like never ending process of learning from the students, but also from the teachers. Yeah,
1: yeah I love that. I love that in what you shared about both, like in your your teaching um, with the skaters, you spoke of that being a journey and continually seeing where they're at, what they're getting benefit from and a journey and how you're teaching at Floripa. So I love that. I'm just reflecting for me, that's already could be a nice takeaway of like, whether we're a student or a teacher, it's always a process. It's always a journey that we can keep learning and growing. And uh, yeah, I imagine it's different in the some sense around skaters probably have a certain level of body awareness um Mm -hmm. and yeah some yoga practitioners and some of us when we're first starting in yoga or that is always part of the journey I feel like of yoga it's like bringing us back into our bodies and reconnecting us with our bodies and for me it brings up this question of have you experienced your relationship with your body changing through yoga because I feel like as a professional athlete like I don't know, but I could imagine it could be you're relating to your body as this tool or maybe an an expressive outlet or whatever it is. And has your growing relationship with yoga over these years somehow changed how you perceive your body or how you relate to it?
0: Definitely. Like Personally, I feel like when I started with the practice, I had to face a lot of limitations in a way, but it was a, a weird almost like a weird experience because I was able to go into all these postures, yet I was completely disconnected to my breath. And that was so frustrating. I felt like mentally <laughs> I was fighting a lot um, internally with, with just like feeling frustrated, literally on the mat. <laughs> and that really kept me going to, to keep this consistent practice and, um, no, it was definitely, and the, it is definitely a, a gateway. The math and the also Yin actually Yin yoga has mm-hmm. been really a game changer as well to quiet the mind and you know sit with 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 myself and listen. I think that was really or is currently um, a, a process to explore further. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so, I I find that so fascinating. And thank you for sharing that about how I think it's probably helpful for non-athletes to know that even if it might be easier for you to go into the posture, maybe you have a certain amount of body awareness, strength, flexibility, it's not an indicator of what's happening inside. And I think as students and practitioners, it's often, at least I find myself asking that question of when is what I'm doing actually yoga, right? And when is it just putting my body in this shape? So I love that you spoke to one thing, which was you could be there, but not like with your breath or not with a certain relationship or not breathing or whatever it was. I'm I'm curious, this is maybe a really big question, but we can, (laughs) I don't know, just see what comes up about what makes it, what to you makes it yoga versus I'm just putting my body in this position. Mm.
0: I think when the mind can, when the mind can really be present in consciousness with the body, like mm-hmm. when you can be completely present in the moment with what you're doing, mm-hmm. with every step you're taking on the mat, with every asana, with every downward dog you're taking, that like that presence, I would say, if I reflect back. I had a lot of practices where I was not present and inside I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> and now it's almost like, oh, space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm curious if you see a similar journey happening for some of your skaters as well. Like, can you sense that as a teacher of like, Okay, they're in the pose, but they're not present or somehow they're disconnected. And how how can you sense that? Might be another mm-hmm. big big question. <laughs> <I'll do that. laughs> I'm just throw I mean, you in the fire.
0: <laughs> I think it's definitely um, it can be definitely of support. And I see that um, that to some to some athletes that I'm working with it can definitely be a amazing tool to support the path of of this the high level process the high level athletic process on the ice Um, but I, I also feel that everyone is kind of ready for it when they're ready for it and if someone doesn't resonate with it that it's also totally okay. I feel like it's really important not to to force that and um to also let the skaters be in that process um yeah with themselves. And um yeah I don't know if that answers the question. <laughs> but
1: yeah. I love I love that though. Like I think that is um that shows a lot of non-attachment which I think is really important for teaching in any capacity or probably you know being a parent and things like this of um being careful of how much we're really trying to push them to some experience Mm -hmm. or some realization and um letting Mm -hmm. them take their own their own time and just being support during that process and that journey whatever that is it's not an easy thing to do so I think that's amazing that you Have really tapped into that so early on. You know, I think that'll be really helpful probably for them, for you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely (laughs) learning, but yes, no, for sure. Well, I'm curious if there's anything else that you are feeling called to share about your personal journey. And then again, kind of towards the end, I'll still ask you any sort of um, takeaway tips for people to maybe integrate into their own practice. But yeah. now anything about your own journey that you'd like to share Mm. um i feel
0: like as a takeaway or just something that i would communicate to athletes in terms of if they are maybe called to try a yoga flow or a yoga class is to to be open to the body and to allow or give give yourself permission to listen. I feel as an athlete, it's mm. sometimes almost hard to listen in a, in a gentle way because it's, we're so used to pushing ourselves over the limit over and over and over again, which I mean, is part of that journey, of course. Um, but I feel it's uh, also important to cultivate that personal connection to our physical body outside of the of that journey of high level sport high, high level athleticism so um i feel like one supports the other so um yeah being being open basically i would say mm-hmm. trying trying new things trying yeah, trying a yoga class, trying a vinyasa, hot yin yoga class. It's it definitely, actually, just recently I uh, experienced a kundalini class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was with one of our teachers, Anya, mm-hmm. at Floripa. And I was so inspired. It was so, so much fun. We worked a lot with the fire breath and a lot of movement mm-hmm. <laughs> connected to the fire breath. And um, yeah. I felt really great after it. So also Kundalini, great, great style or how to say like tool to access Mm -hmm. a really different state of um, heat in the body. Like it's really this wonderful way to awaken that clarity literally within Body and mind. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. What is how the breath just can guide us into all these different states. It's really simple, but also yeah, kind of
1: fascinating. Mm-hmm. 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 Amazing. So you would suggest to athletes to give themselves permission to listen and cultivating that personal connection. And it sounds like I think you said being open maybe to some of these types mm-hmm. of yoga. I'm curious. I might ask you two more questions, actually. Let's see (laughs) before. (laughs) Um, Like you said, I think athletes, that relationship with the body can be one to, okay, I take care of my body as like this machine or this vessel, because Mm -hmm. I want to go from A to Z. I Mm -hmm. have this destination at a certain level. Maybe you're just pushing, like Mm -hmm. you're kind of doing the minimum so that you can keep pushing, pushing. And Mm -hmm. when you started to listen more into your body, do you feel like there's more of a softness? And I think it's this question is interesting because I think for Mm -hmm. all practitioners of yoga, but maybe any physical activities, it's that constant dance of like, when do I really push? And it's just like a limit in my mind versus when is it my body saying, chill out, actually, like, don't do this. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's an interesting question for me anyways. yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I think I'm still dancing in between those. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like when, for example, I'm, I was or am on the ice and um, obviously like teaching um, a lot or, or skating. It's, it's almost like a state that I go into and my body's used to it. And it, I feel it's because also so internalized since i'm very 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 little right so um yeah coming back to the matter coming back to listening or or really checking in with the breath or doing meditation or asana um yeah it's almost like a kind of a mirror after to check in and realize okay this is where I'm at, actually, there were moments also where I felt like really, really tired, but at the same time still very connected. So it's, it's, it's very, yeah, it's actually a really interesting question also to, to reflect on myself at the moment. And um, thanks for asking. <laughs> I cannot give you a really good answer, but it's just actually a, yeah. Present Like at the moment, it's, it's a, a constant dance between being in that state and being in the duality of things and also being on the mat and listening and Mm -hmm. those different states yes
1: yeah one thing I like that I'm hearing in that is that yoga creates like that pause like you said for you to listen and you said the mirror to kind of actually mm-hmm. notice because maybe you're in this other mode when you're on the ice or in life. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a really beautiful way to think of it, of to think of the practice as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm curious if this tip that you geared more towards athletes, do you feel like that is applicable to everybody or do you have another tip for us uh, non- <laughs> <laughs> non-athletes <laughs> or another takeaway for our practice? Just intuitively it came up to dance mm. <laughs> for everyone.
0: <laughs> I noticed dancing is so healing and it can happen on the mat mm. um, yes exploring different movement moving also maybe out of the comfort zone because we mm-hmm. we get so used to being in our habitual movement with our body every day. Mm-hmm maybe also for non-athletes to allow yourself to step onto the mat in the morning and to move how you want to how your body wants to move in any direction it doesn't matter like how it looks like but to to allow this access of just yes expressing Mm. movement Mm. because we are here to move
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for anyone listening, I wish you could see Julia because she's like moving her body and it's so beautiful because <laughs> I, I want to, I think it's important to share because sometimes people might think of figure skaters and more of like this linear, you do this jump, you do this whatever, but your style from what I know is about that, like the dance in, in skating, right? Or there's more, more off, more opportunity for that. And it is more this creative expression. And so my take away from your journey or one of them is how I can look at you and see how you move so beautifully and you seem very connected with your body and that there's it's still a journey for you right it's still a process and Mm -hmm. I think that's really um, nice to know I think for us non-athletes or maybe people that aren't as connected and aren't able to do all these beautiful movements that we're we all have somewhere to go with this (laughs) we all can receive benefit through these practices so yeah for sure for sure sure. well thank you so much julia it's been a pleasure i hope that you guys all get a chance to take class with julia she is a very very beautiful soul and she's had this big beautiful smile on this whole (laughs) call so yeah just thank you so much we're so grateful and fortunate to have you with us at the floripa family thank you so much for having me monica thank you yeah thank you everyone for listening and until next time keep practicing say it with the right accent there you go (laughs) Ciao (laughs) Ciao.